From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, January 5th. I'm Sarah Wright. The question of a conflict of interest between the Sheriff's Office and the Board of Supervisors has been decided. According to a court order signed by Presiding Judge Ann Mormon on December 30th, there is a conflict of interest with the County Council's office advising the Sheriff on issues surrounding information and technology, but not the remaining matters. That includes the question of his personal liability for incurring non-emergency costs that have not been approved by the board. The judge also denied Sheriff Matt Kendall's request to hire the law office of Duncan James. And she characterized the board's decision in November to hire Southern California law firm Manning and Cass as defiant, interpreting it as an effort to circumvent the court process. After a three-week break, the board reconvened for their first meeting of the year, albeit remotely. In the morning session, they voted unanimously to withdraw a contract they approved with Acting County Counsel Christian Curtis in the consent calendar at last year's final meeting. And the board unanimously approved a $95,000 memorial to fallen law enforcement officers, which will be installed near the flagpole at the sheriff's office. Yesterday's meeting focused largely on organizational details. Supervisor Ted Williams is the new chair, and Supervisor Glenn McCordy is the new vice chair. The board approved a continuation of remote meetings in light of the fact that a state of emergency due to COVID-19 is still in effect. The question of a conflict of interest between the Board of Supervisors and the Sheriff has been bubbling away since last summer, when Kendall cited four reasons he believed the board should authorize payment for outside legal advice. Two were related to his information technology infrastructure, which he feared would be compromised if it was consolidated into the county's larger IT system. He also complained that his department's budget had been reduced. But the biggest issue was a suggestion during budget hearings that he could be held personally liable for cost overruns that had not been approved by the board. In her write-up of the matter, Judge Mormon concluded that there would be a conflict of interest if county counsel advised the sheriff about the law and possible avenues of recourse to resist efforts at partial or total consolidation of the sheriff's IT department. The sheriff is required by law to satisfy staffing and security requirements that other county departments do not. But Mormon found no conflict of interest regarding the sheriff's budgetary allocation, which was supplemented by PG&E settlement funds. She wrote that there is no evidence of a subsequent request to the BOS to revisit that shortfall, but even if there was and no change was made in the budgetary allocation, that does not give rise to a conflict of interest on the part of county council in advising the sheriff on the budget process. This conclusion is buttressed by the lack of evidence showing county council has much, if any, involvement in budgetary process or the specific budgetary recommendations to the BOS. Mormon remarked that the sheriff's decision to seek separate counsel on this issue was motivated by the unfortunate fact that one or more members of the BOS have publicly seemingly threatened to hold him personally liable for any such expenditures under county policy, which is aligned with Government Code 29601. She decided that it would be reasonable for Kendall to seek advice about incurring unapproved non-emergency expenditures, but that the general concern does not rise to a conflict of interest until an actual request or expenditure is made. At their last meeting three weeks ago, the board approved a four-year contract with Acting County Council Christian Curtis to retain him as head of the department with an annual salary of $192,436. For two years now, Curtis has been compensated at the same rate he was paid as the assistant to former county counsel Catherine Elliott, who left her position in September of 2019 to take a job with Nevada County. According to Transparent California, in 2019, Curtis was making $179,363 in salary and benefits. 
His new contract was on the consent calendar in December, though it was pulled for separate consideration. This led to a complaint with the district attorney about a possible Brown Act violation. Williams explained why he asked his colleagues to rescind the contract and reapprove the last consent calendar without the controversial item. Uh, while I do support uh, county council being compensated as such, and I understand that he's, his wages are based on um, his position prior to appointment as county council, I, I think it's best for the county that uh, in an abundance of caution, uh, we have a clean record. The proceeding garnered the approval of Amy Ackerman, an outside attorney hired by the county to oversee the correction. In another item regarding the sheriff's office, Kendall asked the board to approve a contract with Bell Memorial of Clovis, California to order a monument to fallen law enforcement officers, consisting of three large stones with the names of nine who have been killed while on duty. Under Sheriff Darren Brewster laid out the sources of the funding. Um, so the Bell Memorial's uh, cost is approximately uh, a little over 95000 for the monument itself. That money is comprised of non um, general fund dollars, uh, 60,000 of that comes from, uh, the DA's office. And then the remainder of that would come out of our asset forfeiture, uh, funds. The, uh, I'm guessing the rub, um, with the board on this is the installation of the peace officer memorial, which is, I'm guessing between 20 to 30,000 to install. Um, if the, if the county is unable to finance that, we can come up with uh, with our public donations and asset forfeiture money to uh, to uh, pay for that amount as well. McGordy tried to move approval for the contract with up to $25,000 from the general fund for installation, but it was unclear where exactly the funds would come from. Brewster reiterated his confidence in the generosity of donors and referred to recent high-value asset forfeitures. With supply chain uncertainties and the price of marble climbing steadily, the board voted unanimously to approve the contract without specifying how the installation would be paid for. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.